Sarah. Mitchell. Chris. Who even are you, honestly? Welcome to episode one of Bedtime Chats with Mitchell and Sarah, our first official episode. Don't over-exaggerate. I'm not. That's just... Listen, I feel like listen, if we had listen, an, listen. Listen, I feel like if we, we had up, an intro song, like, it has to be interesting. And so that was my little extra spice. But we already have an intro song. I know, but it doesn't have words, so. So didn't are we not like using it? And we're gonna change Salt it. Bay. If you want to, if you can take what I just did, and input it, I think it'd be really great. So, I guess as like since it's episode one, we should start from the beginning. So. The title. The title reads what we came up with was Mitch and Sarah, and you keep saying my full name. I thought it was Mitchell. It's definitely Mitch. Bedtime chats with Mitch and Sarah? Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't ever call you Mitch, so... You typed it in. Yeah, but you told me to type it, so that's the only reason why I wrote Mitch. That's Nobody, true. I don't call you Mitch. And nine times out of ten, I don't even call you Mitchell. And just for the record, we are actually in bed. Yep. It is... Approximately 9.40 in the evening, bedtime. Eastern Standard Time, for those of you listening abroad. <laughs> I don't know if we actually have listeners abroad, but that'd be so cool if they're in different time zones. One day. Anyways, okay, so, like, the beginning. So, I met Sarah through Tinder. Yeah, but before we met, you swiped. On accident. So, let's, so let's talk about it. You're full of baloney. You're full of baloney. Okay. Full of baloney. So let let's start at the beginning. So, what like what brought you to Tinder? You, as a man. There, you, you answered it. I was a man. I was single, bored, looking to swipe. I want to say, tell the truth. L- the listen, whole truth. Listen, ninety five percent of the time, of swiping time was done on the toilet for sure okay so were you swiping for like entertainment or for other reasons or it's the same reason why i think other people would play um cell phone games on their phone while they're actually like on the toilet oh so tinder was like a joke it wasn't a joke but it was just something for me to do on the toilet i think you're like lying a little bit I mean, maybe a little bit, but I feel like yeah, majority so of the time... Yeah, tell the truth. The no, people want to know the truth. Listen, listen, This is why I'm the favorite, because Linda, I tell the Linda, whole truth. Listen. Good, bad, or ugly. Okay. Tell the no, truth. No, I'm just saying, majority of the time of me swiping or on Tinder would, was on the toilet. But that's okay, because some of our best thoughts emerge while on the toilet. For sure, like so, this podcast. Right. Okay. I don't know, <laughs> I'm but... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think you're full of shit. No pun intended. <laughs> Ba-dum. So you got Tinder to pass the time while so, on the throne. So I took, you know, I don't know about anybody else, but I took Tinder a little more serious than other the other dating apps. I told you, told you that before. Yeah, but I find that interesting because, like, 
in like my opinion, I feel like nine and a half out of ten males <laughs> use Tinder as like not anything serious. You know, so I, th- I think it's interesting that you took it seriously. Because for me, like, I downloaded Tinder mostly for pure entertainment. Like... Yeah, you said you swipe right on accident on me. Okay, well, we don't have to talk about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just, like, I don't know if it's, like, an ego booster or what, but I just, like, thoroughly enjoy swiping. And not even only for myself. So for those of you that know me personally and may or may not have had your own Tinder account around me, you know that, like, I just love to swipe. Like, I think it's, like, the concept of Tinder is brilliant. So it's like, like that. And it's, it's like so... having a really good itch. Oh, God, yeah. It's like, I don't know. I ha- Like, it's just entertaining to me because, like, it's like a game almost. Like, who even thought of that? Like, let's put pictures and not even, like, any pictures like obviously you're not gonna put ugly pictures you gotta find like your best i don't even remember what was it like five pictures or something and these have to be like the pictures because this is what you're getting judged off of which is like so foolish if you think about it like who even has all right i think you're five best pictures way deep into it Right, but anyways, so if you think about it, it's so crazy to think of, but I just loved swiping. Tinder was not something I thought anything serious would ever come from, and now look at us. So, yeah. My first vivid, like, memory of us interacting is actually on Snapchat. Yeah. Right, so, like... I don't really remember swiping. Like, I don't have a vivid memory of us matching at all. Yeah, because you used to take two days to reply to a, hi, hi, how are you? Right, but you have to understand, like, I really just was there to swipe. I didn't well, want, I didn't want to talk to people. <laughs> I got the point when you, like, didn't reply after two days. Right, okay, so... I would, how I would did never do you remember you. how we became friends on Snapchat? Did you add me? Yeah, right. So yeah, so I think what I said was um, something along the lines of you know like I noticed you know you don't get on here. Can we get? Is there? So this is the way I asked for like the phone number without asking for the phone number. Oh, you are smooth. Yeah, it usually works. So it's like, hey... Usually uh, works or yeah, work Because, like... It usually works. Uh, oh, okay. So this is a recommendation for those Tinder users currently. So what I usually say is, you know, is there somewhere other than, you know, like this platform or whatever um, that we could uh, get to know each other even more? Wow, how many people did you use that line for? Yeah, mostly all of them. I mean, it was... You can't expect for, like... Even though... It's bullshit, because even though, like, everyone has this app on your phone, it sends you notifications. You can use it <laughs> as, a, as a messenger. as the same thing as text messaging. So it's like... I get the same notifications as anyone else, unless you turn them off. But still, they work as, like, text messaging. Right. So... It's kind like, of baloney whatever. when we all say, oh, sorry, I didn't get your message. 
Yeah, or you like you take two days to reply. Yeah. It's like I know you got it, so I shut the notifications off in my defense for a little while, but anyways. Yeah, so yeah, so that's I mean that's what I say. So it's just like, Okay, and you're so like, yeah, you can yeah, um I think you said, you know, uh, add me on Snapchat. Yeah, or whatever. Add me on Snapchat. Yeah, because I'm always down for more followers and views on my stuff. So absolutely, absolutely. Man, when I had know. Tinder, like my followers were like through the roof. I got yeah. likes. I got. It was awesome. Of course you did. Yeah, it was great. I was like semi insta famous for a little bit there. Yeah, but there. And was... then we got into a relationship, and all my followers disappeared. I wonder who the majority of your followers were. Yeah. Do you remember the date of our first date? No. Um... No? You don't remember the date of our first date, Mitchell? Sarah, calm down. Yes, you do. You're just phony baloney. I want to say it's the 6th. Yeah, it is the 6th. Don't okay. act like you don't know and no, you're trying to be... get up like you're finna... Finna what? Turn off the light and call it a night. No, but you... that's a very important day. Okay, so so we meet on Tinder, which was kind of blurry. Then we started talking on Snapchat, right? And then, so from Snapchat, I randomly FaceTimed you. And, and I will take full ownership. I feel that I started the spark in our relationship. So because then, I, so then let me cut in real quick because we're moving too fast. From Snapchat to the FaceTime. Right, that's where I was going. Yeah, so that's so, why I feel like I take full ownership for this relationship because boy. I FaceTimed you randomly. Not through, to it wasn't through Snapchat, though. No, it was through FaceTime. I, that's right, why I said... you're skipping the part of how I, I got your phone number. I you. How'd you get my phone number? You see, you don't even... You're FaceTiming me without even knowing how I got your phone number. Yeah, I don't know how you got my phone so number. I, I probably gave it to you. So what I usually say is, and it's 95% of the time it usually works. What I said on a Snapchat was, is there anywhere else that we can get to know each other even better? You already said that. Exactly. And it worked twice on you. So I was like, sweet. So I finally got the number. But I mean, it might have the, been like the cute Snapchats you were sending me. That's probably the only reason why I gave you my phone number. Yeah, but I think that was afterwards. That wasn't like before we FaceTimed or anything. Uh, no, that's not true. Before we FaceTimed, you were definitely sending me Snapchats. Gym selfies. Yeah, you were. You definitely were. I think what it was is that I was posting them on Snapchat and you were just looking at them. No, that's not true. That's probably true. So you randomly FaceTimed me. I remember this. I was on the morning. Yeah, I was in the middle of the day, and I had bought a canine knapsack. The dumbest thing. It's a sports sack to carry your dog in, and it's so cool. And I was so excited, but I had no one to call. (laughs) And for some reason, for some reason, I was like, "Let me call." Oh, we didn't even get to that point. Wait, 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 wait. Just for I mean, for the record, though, this thing looked like a what. Uh, people usually have like it's like a baby carrier in front of them, but it was a dog carrier instead of a baby behind them. Right. Well, I don't have any babies, so I have babies with four legs. And you never wore that thing ever again. Okay. Well, that's a different story. But regardless, I had no one else to call, and for some reason, I don't to this day have no idea what possessed me to call someone who I had never met on FaceTime nonetheless because I hate FaceTime like I just don't like to be on FaceTime it's inconvenient 
because I like to be doing other things. And when you're on FaceTime, I feel like I have to actually look at you because you can see me. And so for me to even do that was really like out of character. But I did. I called you on FaceTime to show off my knapsack. And after that... Is that what it's even called? Knapsack? It's a canine... I want to say it's a canine sport knapsack or backpack. I can't remember, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Hopefully it doesn't exist anymore. It does exist. They're a really good company. Where is it that you bought it? Where is it? On their website online. No, I know that, but where's yours? The one you bought? I donated it. Did Cause, you? Yeah, because Lilo doesn't fit in there. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. That's another episode. Yeah, but anyways. So I FaceTimed you, and then after that, we just really... I think, like, you secretly really found my backpack awesome and were like, wow, i got to talk to this girl. Because after that, we we just, like, talked all the time. Then you asked me to go on a date. And I, like, I remember us, when we first started talking, I remember us, like, just, it was just so comfortable. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so even though we met on Tinder, a dating website, we were talking on Snapchat, and then we started to communicate more and more frequently. Like, I truly thought that we were just going to become really good friends. That's funny. That's really what I thought. I mean, I really enjoyed talking to you, but I just... Well, we really didn't know each other. Right. You started asking me questions when, because I think we were like two weeks away from actually going out and doing something. And it wasn't even going out. It wasn't even like, a, a, the impression wasn't like a date. No, it was like, like hey, let's go do this. Channel like dinners and stuff. It was more of like, you like Disney. I have an annual pass. Let's go to Disney and have fun or whatever so, yeah and that's exactly what i interpreted as because i remember yeah. talking to my best friend and like being like hey this guy asked me to go out with him i really don't think anything's gonna come of it but he asked me to go to disney great choice because i love it so i'm just gonna go and have a great day and like that's what i went into that was the mindset i went into our first day of like we were just gonna have a great time and enjoy time together like as like friendly you know that's that's when you that's when you really started asking questions yeah because i I mean i'm nosy and so like i want to know what i'm getting myself into and i mean you have always been very upfront about who you are and the fact that you are a dad so that was an interesting dynamic for me um and so i wanted to know what what the stitch was you know and then, so, the first date was probably... It was uh, a Saturday. Yeah, well, duh, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was a Saturday. January 6th, 2018. You pulled in my driveway at about 11.23 in the morning. Actually, I think it was earlier than that. I think it was, like, 11. Yeah, it was probably we mid... Make, we had, like, a whole day. Yeah, it was mid-morning because we were going to go grab lunch at Disney Springs and then go to the park. Yeah, so Disney Springs lunch. Then we went to Hollywood Studios. We went to Hollywood Studios, and we did what ride? What rides did we do? We only did one, Rock and Roller Coaster. Was it Rock and Roller Coaster? Yeah, and we saw Olaf. I remember Olaf. We did Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, I have the picture. Yeah, I was it's like the one I, so It's the nervous. one we have printed out. 
I was so nervous because I've never ridden that thing before. And, like, you're in line. And once you actually get inside the um, the area where, you, where you're about to load onto the car, it, it like, you can see people launch from the beginning. So and I'm like, like woohoo, Aerosmith! Yeah, and you're like, uh, oh, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah, Meanwhile, your good. knees are I'm knocking, like, and I'm like, oh, God. I'm is it really scary? I don't do, yeah, I don't oh do really Oh, my gosh, I lost my earring. Again, oh, it's right here. Okay. Um, but anyways, so I okay, before we get into like what we did, like when I showed up at your house, like what was your impression of like first impression when you actually met me in person yeah. as to what you had seen on Tinder or, or social media? Um I'm Like was sorry. it different or was I exactly what you expected? expect anything dang well i mean didn't want to i mean okay fair open-minded got it (laughs) well when you do when you do dating like on the you know when you meet people from like apps and stuff or whatever the dating app thing yeah okay so for me i was like going into it as a friendship but i don't know this sounds really corny but when i got out of the car and i like parked yeah. And I, like, actually saw you in human form, like, not in a flat image. I was like, yeah, I don't think we're going to be just friends. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean that in, like, a bad way. I was just well, like, I, that, yeah. I was like, mm, okay. And then I feel like our date just kind of went as if we had already been dating, right? Yeah, it was. You know, it, it yeah, was just, it was very comfortable. It was kind of like we just. It was like, like friend. I have friends that like, like one of my friends I just got back in contact with. So it's just it felt like we were friends way back then. We had like a huge break where like we separated our own thing in life, and then we just met back again, mm-hmm. and like we just continued our path of just like being comfortable and just being stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So it was fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, we did Disney, and then we met. Um, um, I think Dane, we met Dane and Corey. Yeah, and night. okay, so I remember. So I okay, so we went to Disney. We we went to Hollywood Studios, and like for me, I like our first date was like all or nothing, and it was definitely on the all end. Because, like, we went to Disney Springs, had an amazing lunch, went to Hollywood Studios, had a great time at the park. Then it wasn't over. You're like, let's go get dinner. I'm like, Jesus, two meals in one day? What? I just hit the jackpot. (laughs) (laughs) And then you told me, like, your best friend and his new wife are going to be there. And I'm like, dang, I'm already meeting the best friend. Like, we were were in the car and I was texting my best friend. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to meet his best friend and his wife. What the heck is happening? And then after that, we went to Orlando Eye, right? We came back home to watch a movie, and I was like, it was just so comfortable. Now that we've made everybody sick with, like, our corny, disgusting love story from the beginning, mm-hmm. I feel like our relationship has just been, like, a whirlwind. So we went on our first date on January 6th, and then after that, like, we were pretty inseparable. I mean, we still are pretty inseparable, except for the short time that you worked out of the area, yeah. you know? And 
and I want to say too, you know, a lot of people would judge a couple's relationship uh, based off how fast they went, or even sometimes how slow they go. Yeah. But in this case, how fast we went. And I would like to say for people who would do who would judge the speed speed of our relationship at tenacity yeah of how fast our relationship was or is and and is going um you know people don't really know unless they know unless they went through the same thing yeah and so i think that's what i want our first episode to be about you know like do you feel like it's okay I mean, I guess it. we feel that it is okay because it happened to us. I but mean, every circumstances are different. I mean, I never thought that I would be in this position. Do you know what I mean? And, and so I guess the question is, what makes, for each of us, this relationship successful? And, like, what is the root of that? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think the roots would be our past relationships. And what makes it successful now is that we know what we want because of our roots. And we say that all the time to each other. Yeah, but I think to piggyback on that, I think what really made us successful from the beginning was like how we communicated exactly what we want and what we wanted. Yeah. You know, like from day one, I remember both of us saying like, this is what I want if it's not gonna be this way like that's fine let's keep it moving yeah you know and I think a lot of people out there especially our age or even a little bit younger are going out into the dating scene or looking for a partner and they're just like floating you know Mm -hmm. or settling and and I mean I can speak for myself I've done a whole lot of settling in my life and in more than just relationships, you know, and I think that that has been something that I appreciate about this relationship and more than just being a relationship, it's a partnership, you know, in that I think for for girls, for women, many, many times, even if we feel as though we know who we are, we conform when we're in a relationship because we just want to be loved. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think for anybody that's listening, male, female, regardless, and I can speak from experience, if you're in a place where you're not able to be yourself like 110% of the time authentically, like especially when it comes to a relationship, friendship, like get out like there's no need it's a waste of time you know and all like you say all the time time is valuable that's all we have is time yeah you know and it goes by fast and you need to make the most of it and like I mean in the short time that we have had together I mean we've just we've been able to do so much but that's because we appreciate each other for who the other truly is you know like you don't tell me I can't do things or like, I'm a pretty obnoxious person. You get annoying sometimes. Is wow. That, is that what that meant? Really? You're going to say that? You get annoying too. But you know what it is, though, is the understanding that you know you get annoying sometimes. Oh, yeah. So we're both okay with it. 
right. mean, it is what it is. We accept it, whatever. Mm-hmm. We move on. But, yeah, absolutely. So, back to the communication piece, right? So, for you, what is... Like, what does communication look like for you in a relationship? Communication for me looks like um, if it was perfect, it would look like Eva Mendez. You know what I mean? You know who Eva Mendez is? Yes. Do you? (laughs) That's like my celebrity crush. Eva Mendez. So... Yeah, communication for me is like 100%. It's like, you know, uh, number one, if it isn't number one, it's definitely number two and runner-up. You know, I think it's... And if it's number two, what's number one? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Loyalty, trust, Mm. I don't know. Well, you got some big spaces on number one and number two. What do you mean spaces? Well, because usually it's only like one thing on number one and one thing on number two. You have like ten Well, it's like either or. What do you mean ten? It's either or. I understand. Like those things, like sometimes communication wins, sometimes trust wins. Yeah. So they're both... Given the circumstances. Yeah. So communication is definitely a priority for me in my life. And not just with us, with any relationships and anything I do especially especially with you for sure but even at like work or with uh, my son's mom or with like if I have if we got plans for the weekend like what are that community what does that communication look like I mean communication is just a it's just a big deal across the board yeah it's got to be there I think for any relationship or anything to work um, or to be successful, communication has to be there for sure. And if it's not, I have a problem with it. Well, that that was firm. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. And if it's not there, well, got to go. Too bad. Now, if it is there, then the next with would be you know trust. Yeah. You know. How do you feel? like dating was as a single dad dating you or just dating in general before you well I think just dating in general um just dating in general for me was it was probably a little little easier for me I guess and I'm saying that versus uh, the other person Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, it was it was either you take what I have to offer or you don't. And it was really up to the other person. You know what I mean? Yeah, like your potential date. You're like, this is what I have. This is what's on the table. And that's it. And it, there's mm-hmm. no, you know, when it comes to now, I'm just, you know, when it comes to me being a father and, and my son. Mm-hmm. So not everyone agreed with it or didn't like it. Some people did. On the dating scene. Yeah, on the dating scene. Yeah. I think something that I found interesting about dating you as someone, like for you, someone that has a child, and for me, someone that doesn't, is that you, uh, as opposed to maybe some other people that I have dated with children, set like very firm guidelines when it came to your son 
yeah, I mean, I treat, I treated you, well, I did what I normally do, or did what I normally did. You know what I mean when I when I was dating. So you know, this is this is my story. Um, these are no nos for me, and that's how it's going to be. And then you know, and I told you the same thing. I wanted to do everything right the first time. Mm-hmm. All right. So when we dated and when we started talking, I wanted to you know make the right steps every step. So as a father, my um, having my son around. Even though he doesn't live with me, but I talk to him multiple times a day, and I see him um, almost every weekend, and then whenever I can. So, you know, he's around is what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. and he's there. He's active. He's active in my life. So, you know, you're not going to. I'm not going to put my son um, in front of anyone. Until I know for sure, and I've made that commitment with myself, and we've made that commitment with each other before I take the next step. Mm-hmm. And it got you, I mean, even you got frustrated at times too with the whole situation. You know? Well, yeah, and I think, I think most, I think the thing that I wouldn't say frustrated, I think it's difficult for people that are dating new because any fresh relationship all you want to do is spend time with each other you know what I mean like that it's fresh it's new it's you and when you would spend time with your son or or you had him on the weekend or whatever it may be um I knew that that was not my space to be in do you know what I'm saying and I think that was difficult to have someone write a firm line in the sand that said like talk to you later like see you later yeah especially when I knew the huge role that was in your life to be a father you know like you are a dad before you are anything else right um and so for me as like a fresh relationship and someone new I felt like I was almost missing out on learning about a side of you you know but in hindsight, I respect you so much more for that because, I mean, I think that, I still think that that is the right thing for anybody to do, you know what I mean, for the child and then for you as as someone, like an individual, do you know what I mean? Because I feel like things get a lot more difficult once you integrate the child do you know what i'm saying right. feelings are are more involved people are more involved the child is involved and, and that's just not fair all around so um that i think that's that was the difficult part about it but i think i understood and and i did my best to respect it and and i think we handled that well yeah and I, you know I, and i'm not like that with just um like with just in a relationship or dating I'm like that with anyone yeah and I think that's what made it easier for me to understand is like you weren't just doing that with me you know so I I didn't feel like oh god he's just doing that to me like that's not fair but like I saw you putting up protectors around your time with your son around a lot of people 
that you maybe interacted with but didn't have that tight-knit close relationship with yeah and, and you always communicated that well to me with like you have very high expectations this is the level of standard that you want and you live and and this is where you see yourself going and so like keep up or get out and so I mean that made sense to me how do you feel like dating changed for you like when you didn't have a child as opposed to now what you look for in a partner since you're a dad I think it became a lot easier um to say no to certain things or situations um be- really yeah because um being a father someone who I don't know you I mean there's totally different types of people in this world as far as men but me I strive so much on being a father and making sure that um my son is you know good to go 100% every single day so it's easier for me because I want that it's kind of it's it's my passion so you know um, saying no to other people versus like not being a father when um, you know before mm-hmm. I think it's a lot easier now just because I have that and I just don't care anymore you know so you know I don't mind being single for the rest of my life if that's what it has to take um, or if that's the measures that I have to go for uh, my son um, to be 100% every day every single day or whatever for me as a father you know what I mean yeah so I, I don't know maybe sometimes it doesn't need to be like that or maybe I'm just over dramatic <laughs> but you I just dramatic no but I you know because time is so valuable to me mm-hmm. and I hate wasting it you know every day you know did time. you think that at one point in your life you were going to be single forever yeah before I met you for sure I mean, I'd hope now that you met me, you didn't think you're going to be single forever. But yeah, just because I wasn't find, finding any any, I was kind of just losing hope, mm-hmm. or just not believing um, anymore yeah. in it. So I was just like going with the flow, and just you know whatever, you know, working and just enjoying my time with my son, and that was it. So, and it didn't really bother me. I didn't really, I don't, I didn't really care. And I wouldn't care at this point. Yeah. But then, you know, on the flip, on the flip side, you know, when dating, you know, I have to be open-minded and I have to be understanding as well. um, Because, you know, for you, for example, um, I could never... So I could never, I, I would never take anyone serious when dating uh, someone who had a child because I would never do that. I don't want that. And, you know, I don't want to be involved in it. I remember you saying that to me when we first started dating. And, like, you would always tell me, like, oh, I have so much respect for you. I appreciate you understanding my situation and respecting my boundaries and da 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 da. And I'm like, dude, like, I, like, am having some deep serious feelings for you of course I'm going to respect your boundaries and like the fact that you're a father I mean that made me like you even more because I I saw exactly where your values 
were. In well, life. And I think that's it's good for me, or it's good for anyone who has a child who is single, um, to when you're dating someone. I think it's it's more valuable for the other person not to meet your child until you actually make the commitment yourself to the other person. Um, for that reason, because. Um, it gives the chance for the other person to really know who you are, to really like you as a person and not just because your your kid is cute and your kid is cool to be around. It's always fun. He or she is funny. They're great. And so it kind of just rubs off as in like, I like you, but it's really not because of you. It's because you're a child. I don't know. I'm really just here to hang out with the kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're likable because your kid is really breaking the ice for us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, which is nice, too. So, it's nice that, you know, I am the way I am because it gives us the opportunity to date and go out, know each other, you know, do things. And then, you know. Right, but I always thought it was back to what you said about you would never date some uh, like a single mom yeah. right and well now i would date them i just wouldn't take them serious right and i like or take the i wouldn't take the relationship serious like that boggled my mind because like <laughs> that's exactly what you are you're a single dad so like i didn't like that didn't make any sense to me maybe it's because like i have my own life going on and I guess I guess I've always feared on putting too much, uh, too much uh, time into this other person and their family, mm-hmm. and taking it away from my own. Fair. You know, I've always thought about that. I've always thought about you know I just don't want to deal with it. Right, the drama that comes potentially with dating. You know, drama or not drama, just, you know, just dealing. I guess you drama know. wouldn't be the word, but the complications that yeah. can come with dating a single parent. Yeah. One way or the other. And I've always had the dream, you know, when I was younger, just because it's it's that was what was taught to me, uh, was to, you know, be married to one person, raise a family, and take care of a family. Mm-hmm. So that was always the my American dream. And, you know, it didn't happen like that. So, I guess, you know, back then, too, when I was dating, I still had that mentality. And I felt like I've always, I could still have it, even though I have a child. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I still wouldn't do it. Well, I hope not, because uh, yeah, I'm kind of serious. Yeah. yeah, I don't have any kids that I know of. No, I'm just saying, like, you know. I still feel the same way. Yeah. I understand. Find a partner that brings something to the table. And that's just not finances, you know? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? That's not funny. Well, no, I'm not laughing. You know, what I, you know what I was thinking about? What? When you said that? I was about to say, well, find someone who has bigger farts than you. Yeah, okay, ladies, if you're listening... Look, I didn't... If you I can't didn't, that fart... Didn't no, 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 this is really important to me, okay? Girls poop, girls fart... That's disgusting. And if you're a partner... It's not disgusting. It's not disgusting. Poop is healthy. Okay, And sorry. I love to talk about poop, <laughs> obviously. But if you can't even 
fart in front of your significant other. Time to go. I've never heard of that. Who can't fart in front of their significant other? In my past relationship, I couldn't even poop with the door open. Oh, God. Now I wish you would close the door. Right, because guess what? It's my house, too. And if I want to poop with the door open, I'm going to do it. And if I want to fart, I'm going to fart. Yeah, and you love me no matter how bad I stink. Overall, for sure. 10 out of 10. Overall, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. I make up for it, right? With my dash and good looks. <laughs> Your meal preps. And my meal preps, yeah, right? Yeah. You're welcome. But, like, that's what I'm talking about is, like, authentic. Loving regardless. Absolutely. We all have a pros and our cons. So it's been less than 10 months. We met on Tinder. Damn, uh, it's been less than 10 months. We actually met uh, January. Six. Six. 2018. Sure. And um, it's been a roller coaster. God, it really has. It really has. It's like that, like, at the very top. I, you've ever ridden um, Universal's... 10 out of 10, rock? I've ridden Listen, way more roller coasters than you. Absolutely. Because you're a chicken shit. I don't know about all that, but... Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> You get, you're I'm like, yeah, the rock and, I'm gonna listen, ride, listen. I'm gonna ride this roller coaster. Then you get what to about, the front of the line and you're like, uh, oh my god, I don't know if I can do this. Uh, I'm gonna poop in my pants. But see, you won't go, you don't like Universal, and I do. I do like Universal, but if I'm gonna pay money to ride roller coasters, you're going to Universal. I'm gonna go to Bush Gardens because Bush Gardens has oh, better Jesus. coasters. Anyways, we're not talking about theme parks. I'm just That's saying, a whole different our podcast. relationship ever since January has been the coaster. very top. Of the highest roller coaster that's starting to go... Well, that's started to go down and then just went straight down. Yeah, so there's this roller coaster called the Topfield Dragster that I went on in Cedar Point in Ohio. And at that time, it was the tallest roller coaster in the world. And I think it's kind of like our relationship, right? Because so it backs up. It's, it's a car. You like cars, so you'll get this analogy. The car backs up. And then it's like, shoom, and it takes off. And literally the roller coaster is a 90 degree angle. So you go straight up and then straight down. That's what I'm talking about. Right. But the crazy part is, is sometimes it doesn't always make it over the hill. (laughs) And so like, I feel like when we swiped right, we weren't really sure like what was going to happen. And then we made it over and it's just been like a catapult into like (sighs) craziness. Just kidding. Okay. Well. I think that's enough about us. Yeah, God, you're like fooling yourself. I am not. I just think a lot of people don't understand. I think some people see us and they think we've been dating for like ever. It's funny because I talked to Nicole today. Nicole's my cousin. Lives in California. She said, how long have you guys been dating? I said, it's only been like... Like a day. Yeah, it's only been like 30 minutes. She's like, oh my God, it feels like it's been way longer than that. Yeah, and I think, like, it's crazy. So, like, jump in full force. Give it everything you got. And trust the process, you know? Sounds crazy, but if you go in a half-ass, you're not going to get a good result. Uh, you go get a half-ass answer. Yep. And from the beginning, we that's exactly what we did. It was we, we just jumped in and, and went with it. You know, we were honest and upfront, and I think that's the best advice we could give. And if you don't get it, then you don't get it.
blame yourself. Don't blame us. Yeah, please don't blame us for anything. No, no, I'm just saying, like, if you don't get Yeah, us, if you swipe right and it's a total flop, like, not our fault. You need to get better at swiping. You can't get good at swiping. Yeah, I was good. I had, like, almost 300 matches. All right, I think that is it for tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed. This is Bed Talk. What is it? Bedtime. How do you not even know the name of our <laughs> podcast? Are you that tired? That's what happens when you podcast from bed, I suppose. And then I got to go upstairs and edit this. So thank you for listening. Um, don't forget to also watch us if you haven't watched us before to put a face to a voice. Um, you can find us on YouTube at Mitch. Find me at YouTube. Yeah, okay. You can find Mitchell's YouTube, um, Mitch in HD. Oh, Mitchell Chambers, right? It's Mitchell Chambers. It's just Mitchell Chambers. Mitchell Chambers on YouTube, right? But most of his videos include me, so you'll see both of us there, even though it's his channel. Um, Be sure to applaud this podcast if you liked it. Leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. Um, Like, subscribe, share. Let us know what you want to hear next time. Uh, We will talk to you next week. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite.